Hi, everybody. Welcome to Two Girls, One Podcast. I'm Lindsay. I'm Allie. We're the two girls. Matt, say hello. Hi. Thanks for introducing me. I'm here. You're so welcome. You are being just as grateful as all men should be. Thank you. So welcome to the same space. (laughs) I like how Allie used her baby voice to to do that. (laughs) Like she's talking to a baby. Hello. How are you, Matthew? I'm like so progressive and feminist. I don't even know. You know, my problem is that half the men who say that aren't. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that's why Matt was saying it. (laughs) Um, Well, the fact is that like you shouldn't proclaim yourself to be progressive and feminist someone else should dub you that you know what i mean (laughs) like it's it's like being an ally don't say i'm an ally just be an ally i'm waiting for lindsay to tell me i'm not racist Mm. oh no i'll never do it you've been waiting so long Um, all right well you're (laughs) (laughs) anti-semitic wait wait, speaking of maybe being anti-semitic i listened Uh, to uh Sarah Silverman's book, her audiobook. I I read it before yeah. a long Which time one? ago, but Bedwetter I like listening. Yeah, Bedwetter. Oh, okay. No, no, the old one. And I um but I like listening to comedy people's memoirs. I just think they're funny. And this didn't that disappoint. But her disembodied voice is so similar to your disembodied voice. It's wild. Hmm. I've never thought, oh, Ellie like reminds me of Sarah Silverman. It's similar to mine. It is because yeah. I've heard yours a lot more. <laughs> because like I've never once in my life thought oh Allie and Sarah Silverman are so similar you know but like when I'm not looking at either of you and only listening it, it you kind of are that's interesting I I'll just take it, heard you fucking her anti-Semite. Yeah, and she That's was just something on Comedy Sarah Bang Silverman Bang. would absolutely say. Yeah, I, it's funny that you say that. I mean, look, I've I've listened, I've arguably listened to Ali's voice even longer than you have because I got to listen to it twice. I think Matt listens to my voice more than I have for sure. Yeah, I can't yeah, yes. hear my own uh, voice for sure. And I never thought that. I, even being a, a fan of Sarah Silverman, no relation. Even though my sister is named Sarah Silverman, though she <gasps> changed her name when she. Um, Got married, but oh, I thought she changed her name person. from Sarah to something. Uh, I was like, I thought you were gonna say she changed her name when Sarah Silverman got famous. Yes, her name is now Gwyneth Silverman. <laughs> <laughs> sort of funny that your sister's name is Sarah Silverman. Like, what do you do when like your name becomes so famous? Right, right. And then I, you know, I, I, I could probably share this now. There is a podcast I'm currently working on where Sarah Silverman was in the running to be the host, <gasps> and cool. It's it's actually someone else cool that I can't say on air, but uh, it's I really wished it could have been her. Like the other person is also awesome, but I was excited to work with Sarah Silverman, and I did not. That will not be happening. So, whoops. Yes. <laughs> well, I am in a play which is called Star Mites. If you live in LA, come this weekend because- I'll be there on Sunday. Yeah, because Allie will be there. Although this <laughs> won't be live before this weekend. Oh, sorry. Let's so get in your that. time machine. <laughs> go back to Saturday. But I, I'm I'm in the play through July. If you like plays and weird musicals and supporting quirky independent theaters, then go to it. And that's the biggest pitch I can give. <laughs> Love it. I'll be there. Oh, thanks, no, Matt. Matt no, is flying won't. from he's New York. Lying. Flying oh, in. He's lying. Wait, Matt, you're not coming? 
<laughs> you bitch. <laughs> Matt, we're going to a gallery first. That's what we're doing. Oh, you have to come oh, to the panel. So fancy. Yeah. Um, and then I'm doing Comedians versus AI June 22nd. Yeah, that so sounds fun. fun. That, you know, oh my God, AI, it's really getting intense. I was recently having a debate with a friend about AI. She's upset. Not upset, but like, you know, as another black woman in my life, we are constantly confronted with white male fragility <laughs> and um, <laughs> their constant ability to put blinders on and only see problems that affect them and not mm -hmm. anyone else. It's it's totally wild. And she was having this problem with the writer's strike, which I don't share, but I'm going to share both sides. Um, so mm. she was like, I was listening to a podcast where these two white male writers were on saying, you need to support us because AI is going to come for us and then it's going to come for you. And she was like, I'm sitting here being like, what about all the jobs AI already took? And I'm, mm -hmm. and I was saying, well, I think this is different because I think the jobs that have already been taken were automation. It's not really AI. And I, I, I think there's something different. You know, I think it would be cool if automation took all the jobs that were tedious or dangerous mm -hmm. or, you know, not enhancing in any way. I mean, those people mm -hmm. do need to be like reskilled, though. Right. So that yeah. those people could acquire different skills that we revalue in society, right? If we, if, and the problem, the problem I know is that once a corporation starts saving money somewhere, they're not going to reinvest it in right. humans. The only value they're going to reinvest capital. it in profit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, as I've said many, many a time, capitalism is trash. Can't wait it's for always, it to end. We always get freaked out about this or that. And all you have to do is follow the path like one or two steps, and you're like, Oh wait, we could just solve it all if we dismantled uh, the capitalist yeah. imperative. Like I always say like go have capitalism as long as rent and food and healthcare and education are paid for. Go go on your yacht, Jeff Bezos, Ooh. have a great time. You Matt, know what I mean? I love this. Yeah, Social it's just gone too far. Socialism. That's all. Exactly. It's exactly. socialism. What we well, really so, want is I, socialism, but correct. Republicans are very afraid of that word. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, look, we're we, everybody doesn't need a yacht, okay? <laughs> everybody <laughs> needs healthcare. Everybody needs to be able to explore information that well, it's interests basically them. Like many other societies, just the US yep. is backwards. Yep. Not just the U.S., but yeah, we're the most committed to being most, backwards yeah, as fuck. Yeah. But and the most able to not do it. We <laughs> like we have the most resources to not allow this. We have the richest people in the world, and we're just like, ooh, I don't know. But then I if, like to if, make the capitalist argument too of like, if I, uh, not me, I'm saying, if a person in my position were like has skills, or and you, but both of you too, everyone in this room. If you just had health insurance and like, you know, uh, your your grocery bill covered, imagine the businesses you would start and create because you didn't have to worry about where your fucking health insurance came from. It would be an economic imperative to the to the entire economy. Think of all the Etsy sellers and the podcasters and the you know, community, whatever people yeah, who I mean, are like, I definitely I know a lot of people the, who are like, I can't get, I can't, I can't lose my health insurance. Exactly. Yeah. And like, I can't, yeah, I can't do this other thing that would provide a service or provide joy. Think of, the, even. Think of your crazy talented friend who should be a superstar who can't do it because 
they can't leave their nine to five job. Are you thinking of me, Allie? Are you thinking of me? <laughs> Always. <laughs> but it's like so crazy because people, I don't know what conservative, how they have all been poisoned in this way, but they think, oh, if those things were covered, people wouldn't work hard. And I'm right. like, you yeah. think that person working for like, I don't know. I don't know what they think, but people would work hard. They would still work hard at the things that they care about. They would just have more opportunity to care about things. And mm -hmm. you know what? Some people wouldn't work. Some people really just want to right. be alive. And I went to, you know I, what? Good for them. They should be able to just be alive and not have to be forced into a, a workforce just for the sake of someone working. the right. largest kibbutz in Israel. And, I, and this guy gave us a tour and it was very interesting. Um, for those who don't know, it's like a little commune basically. But this is the mm. largest one. I forget what it was. If it was hundreds of people or maybe even thousands. Mm -hmm. And so I said – you gotta have are there freeloaders like there's gotta be some mm, freeloaders because everybody mm -hmm, works really mm -hmm. hard to contribute to this kibbutz and kibbutz seem are different now like they're also sort of capitalist and they like have money and stuff and he goes he was <laughs> he was like well there's one guy <laughs> 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 and he you know you could tell there was like a long story there he was like yeah we really can't you know but it's like one guy <laughs> i thought it was great <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, like, and it's fine. And they're like, you know what? We're going to let him just not die. <laughs> just stop worrying about the freeloaders. Because guess what? There's freeloaders now. And you know who pays for them? Taxpayers. Like, the we poor have people. To... Yes, just the poor exactly. people. Poor people are paying for your freeloading exactly. son-in-law who was born into excess and now uses right. welfare checks to make big dumpster diving feasts i don't know like <laughs> it's like the people that you're worried about are the wrong people it's the right. wrong people and also corporate freeloaders who don't pay any tax exactly. due, due, due to whatever loopholes or incentives or whatever i mean that's you know again so yes, i was kind obviously. of excited about andrew yang who was the only one actually talking about like automation and universal basic income and yes. stuff yeah but then yes. he's problematic I mean, sanders too. also <laughs> sanders yeah. and warren also would have yeah. I mean, would they have passed legislation probably not but they are the ones <laughs> saying would they have gotten uh, anything hello? done probably not <laughs> well, it's yeah, hard but they would have been when, talking about it they still yeah. are when the people who are being oppressed are supporting the oppressors it's like yeah. i'm sorry poor white people in east tennessee <laughs> i know you're not listening to this podcast but you need to stop voting against your own mm. self-interest just yeah. stop it <laughs> just stop it they're uh, uh, whatever I'm, I'm screaming into the void but it's fine but the the thing that my friend and i were actually arguing about is that what these like people on this podcast were talking about was the fact that yes automation via ai is coming for them but they didn't care about it when it wasn't coming mm, for them yeah 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 and and i also didn't care about it because it wasn't coming for something that was inherently like human yes. you know what i mean i don't think it's inherently human to scan someone's groceries at the grocery store yes i do think that when we, we from, had oh no burger yeah. flippers are going to be out of business are out of work and in instantly in like less than a year we went oh god ai is going to write movies and make podcasts and do everything well, you know that creative people do really yeah. funny is that it's gonna probably start like writing code <laughs> it's sure. already doing yeah. that. For but sure. I mean, like, it's, it's gonna replace 
a lot of tech people. Oh I yes, think. no, it's absolutely already already doing that. Because tech I think people have you'll be able ended to tell, their own jobs. I think pretty soon you'll be able to tell an AI like, I want a website and I want it to look like this. And oh yes, one hundred percent. We already have that. <laughs> It's, it's it's about connecting the nodes, meaning we have uh, language models that can process very intelligent uh, co- or very coherent language based on whatever you want. We have art programs that can generate art from text. So all you got to do is connect them together. Like people are doing this in, in video games and podcasts. All you have to do is connect them together podcasts. and come see Comedians versus AI <laughs> for Shits and Gigs on June 22nd. <laughs> it's, but it, it's wild because... I'm like, I don't understand why we haven't focused this AI onto solving cancer. Like, can we cure cancer before we get the AI to write <laughs> a Hallmark Christmas movie? I'm not. I mean, it's like, come on now. Yeah, like, but it's not about, the AI yeah. is actually quite stupid still at this point. Like, if you ask yes. it, certain things it does is really impressive. And certain things when you ask it to write it, it's. Not good. You know, right, it's not right. it's not advanced yeah, but enough it's to just, But it's closer than anyone's own. It's too but close here, for but comfort, here's the thing. Though. It's combining knowledge we already have. So if a doctor uses it to diagnose cancer, that's an excellent use because it can pull from millions of patient records or 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 clinical trials that a doctor does not know about in, in in his or her mind and say, oh, all these symptoms combined based on all this data, it, it's cancer. But it's, we so don't know MD. how to it's I WebMD mean, but it's much cancer. smarter. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it doesn't know how to cure the cancer because like we don't have that knowledge yet. We don't have that's not yeah. a, that's not knowledge well, we currently diagnosing have. is the first step and also for it, sure there are things that we do know that we don't know how to figure out and it could help with that like genetic yeah. diseases you know what i mean it's doing all this stuff and writing movies like <laughs> I, I just i just was I, I don't work on this show but it's a health podcast and i was listening to it in order to p- publish it on youtube as a video and it was a doctor saying like, oh, yeah, doctors who use AI diagnosis will be able to diagnose much better. You will in five years, you will probably see a robot doctor first before you see the higher up doctor, because that robot doctor is going to be like, boop, boop, boop. Yep, yep, yep. OK, great. This is my recommendation. Then an oh, actual that's, doctor that's will gonna say. That's going to be so annoying. I was just thinking yeah, the I three mean, years between when this rolls out and when it's actually functioning are going to be horrible. Yeah. It's going to be like be when you so can't upset. get out of when you're like representative, yeah. representative. Yes, yes. Representative. but it will, also, it will save millions of lives. Like it will save you. A robot doctor Eventually. will save your life in your lifetime eventually but you know the ai does something they're calling it hallucinating but it's basically Mm -hmm. it makes up stuff just like humans (laughs) stop that what tell me about this that's horrible yeah yeah yeah. it's called hallucinating but yeah it makes up stuff so no i don't know know. what oh my god did you read about that woman who married an ai no. There's someone who married an AI. Should like, we interview her? Uh, oh yes, my I'm God. In. We absolutely <laughs> uh, should. Why, why I don't we, know yeah. why I didn't. Okay. Lindsay, you got to refine that. I will. I will. <laughs> I will. But she created a boyfriend. She's also a mother. What? So she created oh. a boyfriend. I know. Now we're scared. And he was so understanding and kind or whatever. And then she married him. He is not mm-hmm. real. Mm-hmm. She somehow cuddles with him. I don't know how. Maybe she pairs it with a sex spot kind of thing. I don't know. I don't know. But then the the 
the program that she uses for her boyfriend got updated and he's more cold to her now. So she's upset about it. <laughs> Probably okay. because they don't want people falling in love with the AI. I know that we're laughing at this and poking at it, but like, is this worse than real life dating relationships? Well, that's the thing. It, is is like, real, real men have failed her. <laughs> yes. And so she turns to AI. Yeah, it's true. I mean, whatever. It's fine. Except she has kids. Is this? I don't know if this is a healthy thing to right. The counterpoint, the the argument, the discussion is like it is about mental health or physical health. But it's like, should we be creating the perfect world? If I could live in a virtual world and and experience virtual people who are never mean or sad or upset, and I was always happy with every like. Human minds are not the human minds are supposed to face adversity. Your your body is supposed to exercise to break down your body and build back muscle. Your mind is supposed to have challenges so that you can overcome the challenges and get smarter or more resilient. You're gonna be so upset when Amelia brings home a robot boyfriend. Well, but I'm saying like I think that AI should be used to do a lot of like therapeutic things. I've said this on the pod before. Like there are some illnesses that are that are dangerous to society but right. they can't be helped because Correct. people are so afraid and mm-hmm. pedophilia is rampant y'all everyone here has probably walked by a pedophile and that's terrifying to me it's terrifying but that person not not all of them have acted on it but they also like if you say i'm having like horrible I mean, you. I don't know if you know it. You have to know it's horrible. I'm having horrible thoughts about the neighbor kid mm-hmm. to your therapist. You're just going to get reported <laughs> that because you should. But if there were a therapy or an AI that you could work through it, and unlike a real child, the AI child, if you start behaving inappropriately, can say, this is hurting me. I don't think you actually want to do this. And th- they talk to this person who is seeking help because they came to a therapist. Yeah. I wonder if you can work maybe, through it to yeah, manage maybe it. You can, I don't way. know. But like right now we're just like, well, let's hope for the best. And when they fuck up, let's throw them away, you yeah, know? And, yeah. and that's not the way to do it. And mm-hmm. I'm thinking, why aren't we trying to generate AI that can help people in that way? Because we, we, well, we are, someone will, I mean, or I know someone but would love to, not but they before can't they make a Hallmark they... Christmas movie. Well, I mean, that's the easy <laughs> there. You got to do easy stuff before you can do it's hard true. stuff. You got to walk true. before you can run. But like getting back to your original point, someone out there wants to do this. They just can't quit their job at oh, uh, Kohl's because they I'm can't get health insurance. You know what I'm saying? Like, imagine again. the innovation. Imagine the art and science we could have if people could just do stuff. We're all connected now. We can all share information and 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 uh, creativity, but we can't act on it because we got to fucking cl- clock in at whatever stupid job we have. My God, that's so sad. But you know, pull yourself up by your bootstraps and do that side <laughs> hustle. I guess. My my grandfather started from nothing. Oh, sure. <laughs> my grandfather worked seven jobs and then bought a house. Yeah, I know. My 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 grandfather. Yeah, exactly. My grandfather actually did do that, and I can't. Back when houses were $12, I guess. Exactly. Well, in other news, um, it was orange here yesterday. Like, it was literally oh, yeah. orange. What the oh, going on over welcome there? to yeah, California. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yep. saw that uh, New York of, is living I that California life. I thought of all my California life. friends. 
Yeah, wildfires in Canada, which are a normal thing, but it was like they're burning a little too much because of climate change, of course. And coincidentally, the wind a went lightning. south. Oh, I love how all my New York friends, like, you know, because California is so amazing. And then they try to put me down by being like, but you have wildfires. I'm like, climate change is coming for us all. Good luck. Buckle up, bitch. Blame Canada. Blame Canada. But it was, it it was, we're still dealing with it today, even though it's way better today. But it was like, okay, the air quality is the worst ever in history in the entire world. So shut your windows. Don't go outside and wear a mask. And this will all be over in a couple of days, which is exactly what we fucking said in March 2020. And so we're in the house <laughs> being like, ah, it's happening. Well, it will be over. But like, think about yes. how apocalyptic that is, that that's going to mm-hmm. get more and more common. But yes, the wild exactly. thing is that, so I was in San Francisco when this was like the same thing. And the fucked up thing is it was kind of beautiful. Like the sky being orange was like really creepy yeah. and apocalyptic and it's dystopian, like how, but also gorgeous. It was cool. It's like how pollution it makes the sunset so much better. You like go the to the middle of so Norway so and you watch beautiful. a sunset and you're like, that's cute, I guess. Yep. And then you come to L.A. and you walk out of like, I don't know, Lowe's and you see the sunset <laughs> over the terrible parking lot. And you're like, God damn, that's gorgeous. But yeah, but it was. Yeah, it did feel like I was literally on another planet. We're like, here, they have an orange sky. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. Tatooine, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Two suns. Yeah. I I have a shirt from Tatooine, so I've been. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My mom went to Tatooine and all I got oh, was this fucking shirt. <laughs> also, Lindsay, you sent us a link that this woman fell in love with an AI, married it, and is expecting its baby. What is I, that? That's what I'm. I, you, I truly. Right. We'll have to click. We that have to later interview her. Our own time. We have expecting to interview its baby. her. I guess you, this is sperm donor. She's just. Saying, it has you know. to be. It has yeah. to be. Well, this yeah, is it, the it woman. But I read about her. her but, uh, yeah. Without the baby, I didn't. I didn't get to the baby part. I guess, but this well, is this isn't the, this, is this is the same woman. This isn't the first article that I read, but I sent you an Look, article. I know that's we're different. laughing about we're being silly, but like this is a deep philosophical existential question of if a synthetically created personality. I don't want to call it consciousness yet, but if you cannot distinguish it from a human. And you're having the same relationship that you would. It's a, like literally for argument's sake, identical. Then what is the difference philosophically? Why would it matter that a and synthetic person? And then Amelia person... brought home a robot boyfriend in but ten that's years. My point. I, I actually Will we don't be think struggling with this the way we struggle with same-sex marriage or you know trans yeah. people. There like, was a British TV show. Synthetic people will, will humans have to step up to <laughs> to be cooler than robots? There was a British uh, TV yeah. show that kind of address this in some ways what was that show called i don't uh, i don't remember what it was but one of the children of of it's like follows a nuclear family through these dynamic and dramatic changes in society mm. like throughout some generations and one of the children comes out to her parents as trans mm-hmm. and they're like oh we were so scared when you were like telling us we don't care like you can be <laughs> a boy or a girl and she goes no i'm i'm not transgender i'm transhuman and they Uh were like what Uh (laughs) she didn't want to be in her body she wanted to be in we've interviewed the web Mm -hmm. yeah yes but they in in this future they were able to do it yeah there's a couple dimensions of transhumanism one is like hey put my consciousness in a computer that's which we're not there yet but the other way around is put 
put robotic things into my human body yes. to make my human body better. And like a, there's a Venn diagram it, there that we've explored, but uh, yeah, but yeah, it's, that's, yeah. that's coming. Yeah. So I, I think here's the thing. I think we shouldn't, I never worry about what other people are doing until mm -hmm. it is harmful to someone else. Mm -hmm. So if this woman is able to marry this man and mm -hmm. raise functioning, productive members of society, and I know I just earlier said you don't have to be a productive member of society, but you know, if you have to be that to stay alive, then yeah, you got to be productive. So if she mm -hmm. can raise functional children to grow into functional adults while being married to this AI thing, person, then fine, whatever. It doesn't affect me. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, but I think but, it's kind of the wrong conversation to be having in this case because it's like if we want humanity to exist, exist. or survive or have a job or, you know what I mean? So it's kind but of the, the thing wrong is, question, I think, in this case. We we really ha we really need to interview her because she did get pregnant somehow, right? Like, is she... Yeah. Like, she's, she's already had so kids. So will we all just so, have sperm donors and robots? Yeah. Boyfriends? I, maybe. Like, Lindsay's is that, like, sign me up. She wants a baby. That, I, mean, I, I want a baby. It solves I, a lot of I, problems. I, it's not good I'm for not, me you know. because I like am a very tactile, physical person. Yeah. And like, I, I wouldn't. So I, there's always going to be people who are not willing to be plugged in all the time. And like, when I look at my phone too much, my body physically rebels. Like, my yeah. eye twitches. Yeah. I, I like can't actually do it but, but speaking hypothetically it would be some sort of virtual or physical robot that you could not distinguish from us it wouldn't be a screen it would be a physical tactile thing well just for argument if it was going to work for me yes but i don't yeah, yeah. want that at all i think the weird like chaotic neutral of humanity is exciting and interesting sure and i i don't know I don't know if, but if I couldn't tell, then why would it matter? That's my point. If that's I couldn't the philosophical tell, point. If I couldn't tell, then why would it matter? Then why would and it matter? And getting back to Ali's point of like, if we want humans to be humans, well, like, what's the purpose of humans? Yeah. What is the we're, point of humanity? If the answer is nothing, <laughs> which is my view, but we also then sit here talking. Matter. There's like a national discussion around how like men are so lonely, right? So sure. yeah, so you know, I think there's it points to die. social problem. It points to social problems that needs that need to be fixed. Yes. Well, we okay. If you're a lonely person, though, wouldn't this be a good thing for you? And also, if we could train the AI to impart empathy, the problem with men being lonely is that they then get angry. Some of them yeah, like say it's women, that's not, it's women that's not accepting not me that really are making a fair me lonely. Statement. There's a lot of, you know, I'm watching, I'm listening to and reading a lot of content about like a loneliness epidemic. It's not mm -hmm. just incels. Mm -hmm. Is it and just men though? I feel like there are a lot of lonely I'm women sure too. Everyone. And we get like women get like sidelined as like being cat ladies or whatever. And when men are lonely, it's like, Oh, it's such a problem. It's so sad. Right. And, These and are it's all because men are disagree. dangerous when they're sad and angry and women are not. So it's no, a problem. I, I agree that there's probably a lot of lonely women. And when men are lonely, it becomes a social problem. But um, women are also raised to confide in each other and do all this mm, stuff. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And men are not. And so a lot of men feel very siloed. I actually and maybe have a AI could help that because well, then they don't have to tell no, no, but I'm someone saying, like, it's that whole... can judge them. They could tell someone that's not yeah, quote unquote I'm saying, real. Like, it's, it's a whole mm. thing about how, how we raise children. 
So yeah. I oh think yeah, the well, problem's much bigger. This is a full, I love yeah. this full circle. It goes back to the kibbutz because a communal <laughs> society is <laughs> how humans evolved. Our brains evolved to be in a tri- in a tribe of 20 people most yeah. of them are your family you wander around you know the same people and if people other people come at you watch out there they could be enemies I agree. so this isn't and get defensive well, it doesn't have to be about tr- society becoming it's too about, individualistic correct nuclear families are not really natural even though that's the default for most of the western as society well, for a great interview years. about this phenomenon i don't um, think it's yeah. about one thing or the other i think it's about all of this and and you know what it's actually about capitalism yeah, because well, exactly. if, if we just we wouldn't have to say everybody's a part of this community and watch out for outsiders which is truly dangerous and actually not a great way to think not for modern society no but it, for for ancient humans it was the only even, way to survive even then even then that's because we were raising ancient humans were raising people in a scarcity mindset which yep. is something that wasn't true then and actually isn't true now it maybe it was, was true, true now. it, it maybe was true, true when you couldn't travel far distances yes 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 yeah. now we there's no need for a scarcity mindset and tribalism is useless right. but it is it, community is different from tribalism so you can raise yep. people to say this is our community this is how we do things and if someone from the outside comes you you can say this is our community this is how we do things and you're free to For do sure. things in this to, way or not i didn't not. mean to harp on the the um what do they call it like the the otherism which is natural to human but but the it's point not is like natural. being <laughs> Well, no, I mean, otherism it is, a natural is very natural. Phen- it is it's very natural. not natural. It's taught. It's yes. absolutely taught. It's absolutely no, taught. No, it's not. It's, it's taught not. through a scarcity nope. mindset. Yes, Matthew. Uh, it I, is. Apes do the exact same thing. Yeah, it, I agree with Matt. If it you, is. Why do you think? Okay. Why we do need you to think, be taught to not do it, Lindsay. But it is yes. natural. It's Bur- not natural any, when a child meets. If if it was natural, then like children would never talk to strangers, and they do all the time. Children's <laughs> minds, if you know, adapt and grow and turn into meaning for all of human civilization and ancient humanity that's been the mindset and it's be, it's for survival why do you think chipmunks and squirrels and rodents and birds if you walk up to any of those creatures you're not you, you and i know that i'm not going to stomp on this bird but what does the bird do run away fly away get away I don't know. Get safe. Then what about this chipmunk that's been coming to my friend's window for two years? Yes, because that's learned. The default is run away and think, treat everything as a threat. The learned behavior is, you know what, this this weird creature gives me nuts every day. So and I haven't been hurt. So I guess I'll I'll check it out. I'll stay. Yeah. Okay. Viewing everything as a threat is the default for most We're mammals. We're going to have yes. to agree to disagree I mean, on there's that. plenty of scientific literature on this, but yes. Oh, I'm sure. And science is always right. But <laughs> what I, what, what the, the, the bigger issue is the scarcity mindset. So no matter whether yeah, it's learned times, yes. or if it's, or if it's inherent, we, it's not true anymore. Correct. It's not true anymore. Well, and we got to wrap it up. So if you want to hear Matt and Lindsay continue to fight, you can go to discord.gg slash 2G1P. You can also email us your thoughts at two girls, one, no, two girls, one podcast, two G, what, what is it, Matt? I, I don't know why I've said it 14 billion times. Podcast. There we go. Two G one podcast at gmail.com. Um, if you'd like to pay for our mediator, you can go to patreon.com slash two G one P. And uh, you can also leave us a voicemail and argue with them. That number is three, four, seven, eight, seven, one, six, five, four, eight. That number again, three, four, seven, eight, seven, one, six, one. 
I also don't think that disagreements are arguments, and I don't like that. Whatever, I'm sticking with <laughs> well, it. Well, I think they are, so shut up. <laughs> exactly. It's only because you want to fight. I'm just disagreeing with you, and I'm not trying to fight. <laughs> I love you all, and if you want to, to happily disagree with me, it doesn't have to be a fight. And you can find me on the socials at the Lindsay Life. Lindsay with an E, y'all. And I'm at Allie underscore Goldie across platforms. Heart your faces. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. 